Previously on that Cthulhu John. You see the last list of people that were there for an auction. You finally finished the translation of the paper. I have seen it, the Windwalker. Its eyes glowing furious with anguish. I managed to escape, but have no idea how, and found myself covered in blood and with this vile token you now see before you gripped in my hand. There's probably not a way to get whatever is in these spokes without destroying the statue. Leonard, nice to see you, my friend. Not only am I the benefactor, but because you happened to help me out along the way, we could give you 10% of it. That's a lot of money, I assume. You know, uh, this thing seems like uh, kind of one of a kind. So when to see my aunt, she's like a superhero. She's doing, I feel like she might look better than she looked before. I suggest you leave that statue alone and, uh, you know, maybe tell your aunt not to pursue it. Oh, Millie, you, you weren't kidding. You were really, really hungry. During the news, they mention another wild animal attack. Monster is an excessive term, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I assume you, you, you're using it loosely as there are no such things. Hello, thanks for joining us for That Cthulhu John, Episode 9. We are a real play Call of Cthulhu podcast. I am George, your keeper of arcane lore. And with me are my friends and investigators, Chad. How do you? Chuck. Noise. And Jenny. Hi. (laughs) I didn't know we were doing voices. Sometimes. Sometimes we do voices, you know. But anyways, guys, uh, last we left off, if I remember right, uh, Walter was just about to hang up with, uh, or just hung up with Vanessa Bellagrosso on the phone. Mm-hmm. That's true. So saying that uh, she said that she was going to meet you tomorrow at your bookshop? No, I'm going to make it to the studio after my uh, hours at the bookstore, try to get there by nine. I say, okay. Or at nine. Try to match her punctuality. I say nine in the morning. PM. Okay, so you're gonna try to get there around nine PM tomorrow. Uh, but you just hung up with Vanessa Bellagrosso, uh, agreeing to see her tomorrow. What did you want to do after that? Just go to bed or anything? Or no, actually, I make another phone call. Uh, okay. I'm going to call Heather this time because I don't have Lenny's phone number. Okay, so you give that phone a quick dial up to Heather, and uh, Heather, your lips phone starts ringing. <laughs> Hello? Uh, hey, Heather. Um, how are you? It's Walter. Oh, hey, Walter. What's going on? Well, I, uh, was hoping you could help me. Um, something's kind of come up, uh, and I, uh, need to show, show you guys. Uh, you have to see it for yourself for it to really make sense, so I'm not even going to go into it, but... Uh, are you working? Are you, are you free? No, I'm off tonight. Do you have Lenny's phone number? Uh, yeah. Well, that's good. That's good. Says, uh, maybe, maybe you could give him a call. There's something I, uh, need you guys to see. 
I uh, told you I had the statue and just made an appointment with the uh, the gal from the auction house to return it tomorrow, but um, you and Lenny should see this before I do. So, uh, you guys want to maybe meet up for some drinks, or uh, I don't know if uh, Lenny wants to come down to Center City or anything, but I could meet you guys somewhere else too. Yeah, whatever works for you. I mean, I guess I could, I could give him a call. Don't you guys live next door to each other? Uh, yeah, we do. Um, I, I guess uh, I hadn't really tidied up the place, but uh, I, I suppose we could meet there. Maybe that makes sense. Um, I think uh, I'm going to leave the statue here, but um, the thing I wanted to show you I could bring with me. All right, well, I could just meet at your place, and I could give Lenny a call if you if you want. Yeah, that'll save some time. I'll uh, gather up my things here and uh, head back to South Philly. Okay. Should I call you back if I can't get a hold of Lenny? Oh, that's a good point. Uh, well, um, I'm probably less than an hour away from my house. Um, if uh, anything goes wrong, I guess uh, after an hour or so, just give me a call at the house. Okay. Call you then. Cool. All right, so you guys hang up. And uh, what do you do after that? Walter, are you going to head home? I am. I'm going to secure the scroll that I found inside the statue. Very good, and, very good. And uh, going to pack that up for transport safely as I can. Uh, I wonder, is it uh, out of the realm of possibility to have an old-fashioned type scroll case somewhere in the bookstore? I don't think that's out of the realm of possibility. They're probably not an old-fashioned type scroll case, but at least some sort of like poster... Like cardboard poster tube? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, that's great. Uh, that'll be perfect then. So I'll grab that, make sure it's got the uh, the ends taped on so they don't come loose while I'm in transit. Stow it in my bag safely and head on home. Lock up the place, make sure it's all secure. Okay, you lock up the place, uh, get in your Pinto, head on home. Heather, what do you do after Walter hangs up with you? I'll just call Lenny, see if he's home, wants to go to Walter's house. All right. Lenny, you get a phone call. Ring, ring. Wait, how, how late is late? Let's call it 10 o'clock. Might already, might already be a bed, but, uh, yeah, you know, I'll get up and answer the phone. Could be important. It's always me just asking for a ride. <laughs> it's a ring, ring. Oh, uh, hello there. Who is it? Uh, again? Do you not know how to answer the phone? <laughs> <laughs> hey there, Heather. <laughs> hey, Lenny. I got a weird uh, call from Walter, your neighbor. He wants us to meet at his house in, a, in an hour. He has something he wants to show us. Yeah. In an hour? I don't know. Christ, in the middle of the goddamn night. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess I could be over there. You, uh, need a ride? I mean, if you're offering. <laughs> We got an hour, uh, might as well. Uh, I'll see you in a bit. Thanks, Lenny. All right, All right cool. So you guys hang up. And I hang up. Uh, after a little bit, uh, Lenny, <laughs> I guess, gets up and maybe brushes his teeth or something like that. Uh, real quick. All right, so Lenny, you're, you take your, do you take your yes. big rig? Everywhere. That's all I got. Nice. All right, so Heather, uh, you you see the front end of a big rig pull up to your house. It's so much cooler getting rides now. It's even cooler. If you're keeping an eye out the window. <laughs> 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 
He pulls the, the air horn outside your door at 11.30 at night on a Tuesday evening. <laughs> Alright, so I see that giant head. Yeah, you see that come out. Um, you step up into the cab. Yeah, yeah, because you got this good climb. Grab on the handle. It's almost like a ladder. Make sure you got three point contact. Ladders. This episode has been brought to you by ladders. So, you guys uh, go back to your block oh there, God. Lenny. You head over to Walter's house, I'm guessing. Knock on the door. Yeah. Probably see my pinto out front by now. Kind of stare up at his house for a moment. Think about all the times that he hung out the window, uh, you know, tell me to turn it down or <laughs> stop doing something I shouldn't be doing, yelling about parking my truck on the street. I know exactly what his couch looks like. I already exactly have his couch, your couch picture in my head. It's like that fuzzy old material that's like green and yellow at the same time somehow. It's, but it's, it's like, like, you know, it's well kept. Part wood. <laughs> mm-hmm. Got some coffee. Ah, uh, yeah, there's probably some coffee eating this late at night. You guys might even smell it through the door. Claw feet. Clawed feet. Oh, sorry. Well, you might anyway. smell coffee through the door anyway. It's too late for coffee, okay. Yeah, work to matter. Um, okay, so you knock on the door. You guys knock on Walter's door. Walter, do you, uh, I assume you and answer it? I do. I hurriedly answer it because it's cold. I assume. It is. Uh, let's see. Uh, come in, come in. You guys would smell some coffee. Hey there. Uh, how are you, Walter? Oh, this is uh, good. Good. Thanks for com- uh, coming. Come in. And I uh, gesture you guys to enter and get out of the cold. Close the door behind you and locks it. Uh, can I get you anything to drink? Uh, coffee or anything warm up? Nah, I didn't uh, plan on staying too long, honestly. But uh, what is this... Uh What's this big important thing you got to show us? Yeah, of course, right to business then. Uh, gestures to a table, it's got a couple of lights overhead, it's nice and illuminated. It says, um, you know, uh, I was telling Heather that uh, I have the statue and I'm going to bring it back to the uh, auction house tomorrow, but there was something I want you guys to see. And he rummages through his bag and produces a little cardboard mailing tube and untapes the end of it and takes the cover off the end. Says uh, there was something inside the um, the statue, and uh, I, I don't know. I just I, I guess uh, I needed a second opinion, and well, uh, you guys are as as deeply embroiled in this as I am. Uh, I think you guys should uh, read this. Uh, hopefully, I translated it right, but uh, you know, unrolls a little scroll that, or I'm sorry, a copy of uh, what looks like a scroll, and uh, sets it down next to the original which is in a different language. But you guys see a Russian and then translated into English version of the scroll that it's sitting next to. It says, uh, I did the best I could in over a couple of days and uh, I think you guys should read this. And he steps back and gives you guys the table. So you guys read the scroll over, or the translated scroll anyway. Read it over. Uh, you read all about the... Uh, Gulag camp and uh, Neurolog talks about the great windwalker, how uh, the head guard Zaitsev fed prisoners to the great windwalker at the Gulag camp at Neurolog. And it goes on to say that the writer of the script says that it managed that they managed to escape uh, and they had some sort of 
token that was in their hand that they then sealed inside the statue. Uh, they being Jukanovich? Jukanovich, yes. Well, that's weird. It's like, uh, I, I think that was a handwritten uh, bit of a diary or, you know, something of the like by the artist itself. And uh, whatever he's talking about there is, in fact, inside the statue. Uh, I sealed it up, you know, because that was part of the job, but I, I wouldn't normally think this. And he kind of looks puzzled and it's got the, the one brow above the other. Uh, he says, I think this thing could actually be cursed so some Russian whack job artist uh, you know goes and writes a backstory for his sculpture and suddenly you think there's uh, mystical forces at play with this with this man eating his own face well I mean that's uh, I don't know much about that but Look, I only uh, wish uh, only wish I knew that name Zaitsev before Let's keep an eye out for them Russian guys I think it has something to do with it I wonder if their name was on the list what list? Oh, uh, yeah, right. You, do you still have that? Yeah. And there's like two Russian dudes' names on it. Maybe one Zaitsev. Heather, or Heather, you have the list of numbers on you, or list of phone numbers and names on you. You pull yeah. that out, and Lenny showed you his paper. You show him your paper. Can you send Wal me that Walter list? Walter showed no? me his paper. I'm sorry. Walter showed you his paper, and now you show him your paper. <laughs> so, um, we, we found this at the auction hall when I was picking up my code, and it's the uh, list of people that were at the auction. Here, this is uh, this a couple Russian dudes on there. Maybe they wrote it. He specs it a little bit closer. Uh, the edges look like... Uh... Torn? They've been torn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, found? Um, but yeah, he probably would take note of those two names. Uh, he knows Zaitsev on here, but, uh, you know, seems like a bit of Ivan Orlov. Eugene Pazlashev? Hmm. Well, I mean, uh, thing is written in Russian but uh, that's that's only part of the matter you know uh, the business about all the terrible things that have happened uh, since well you know Millie acquired it and then she ends up uh, getting kidnapped or goes missing and whatever happened there and then you know the auction house gets it and then well look what happened there kind of shrugs but anyway, uh, that, that's besides the point. Uh, part of the reason I wanted to check with you guys is going back to Millie. Um, you know, this this scroll here, uh, I'll have to put it back together. I slightly damaged it when I got it out of the statue. But, uh, you know, to go along with this artwork, I mean, it, it could substantially increase the value of the piece if this is an actual piece of, uh, you know, written handwritten... Uh, documentation from the artist that's, you know, been missing and thought to have been dead and this piece itself being uh, unknown until recently. I mean, it could be a good thing. Which brings me to my next question. Uh, 
you know, what, what do you think with your, your godmother there? I mean, maybe we should call Millie and ask her directly, but, uh, I mean, do you think um, she should press to go the, the legal route, or do you think um, maybe I should try to broker a deal on her behalf to try to get her some slice of the sales of this statue and just get it uh, far, far away? I just, um, well... First of all, did you have to smash the statue to get this stuff out of it? Uh, no, I, I, like, I wouldn't do that. Well, that that kind of happened uh, during the incident. Uh, it kind of got kicked around, rolled across the floor, uh, dropped outside when... Uh, but it's not like in bits and pieces. It was a little crack in the side. No. I, I was able to repair the damage for the most part, but... You bring up a good point. I mean, that kind of adds to the value. I mean, this being a collectible piece as it is, I mean, whatever is inside this thing, going along with this documentation, I mean, unfortunately, you'd have to destroy it to obtain whatever is inside this thing. But, you know, I mean, people might be willing to pay for that. I don't know. I think this statue has, uh, I don't know, this statue has, like, some bad juju, like... I'd rather you. She's going through something anyway. She's kind of acting a little bit odd herself. So I just don't want to get her too worked up after getting home from the hospital. Yeah, I wouldn't give it back to her directly either. I mean, if uh, we might want to get the law involved here, uh, you know, possession is not intense and all. Uh, I'm not really. Can I roll against law to see uh, if I think they should give it back to the. The, the Millie or the gallery? Well, you told me not to, to get away from it, didn't you? Yeah. That's why I'm saying, like, Lenny, in the last one, you told me, like, I would steer clear of this statue. Yeah, I think it's yeah. probably not great that you have it right here at your house on my block. Uh, you know, people <laughs> are killing over this thing. You, know, you, left, you left the statue at, uh, your he holds his, he puts his hands up, he says, whoa, whoa, hold on, uh, the statue is in here, and oh, okay. I do agree that, uh, I, I was gonna return it to the auction house just to not besmirch my good name as a businessman, but aside from that, there are two options that one could take, one being the legal route, and he looks to Lenny and agrees with him, but also, um, you know, I mean, having worked with uh, this Vanessa Bellagrosso on a personal level here, having repaired the statue for her, I mean, maybe some sort of arrangement could be made, whereas uh, Millie could receive some money, perhaps a percentage of the sales, and never have to deal with this thing again, which I would personally and professionally suggest. If you find yourself qualified to broker that kind of a deal, but uh, you know, usually that thing kind of comes along with contracts and whatnot. Uh, notary publics and who's it? What's it's? Well, out of red tape. I'm sure, but uh, given the nature of how the art gallery appears to have acquired this piece, there may be some special circumstances Mrs. Bellagrosa would be willing to consider. Yeah, maybe so. Uh, I think we should uh, give Millie a call? Sounds a little bit like extortion, though, regardless of the uh, circumstances. I don't know about calling Millie. Like, the last time she had this statue, she almost died. And I just... 
Oh, I'm sorry. Not about the statue so much, but uh, I did a little homework with the police. Uh, to have any legal ground to stand on, we would need to know if Millie has any documentation on the inheritance of the statue. Without that, it's all hearsay. But if Millie does have documentation that she legally inherited this statue, that might be... And he goes, he looks back to you, Lenny. He says, uh, that might not exactly be extortion, but, uh, you know, I'd like to do business with her in the future if there's money to be made in this uh, realm. Sounds like uh, a lawyer's job, honestly. Uh, something you might not want to get your hands dirty with. Uh, oh, that is a good point. I mean, you know, I would, I would talk to everyone involved, but um, I wouldn't get too involved uh, if you know what's good for you. Hmm. He narrows his eyes and gazes <laughs> kind of sharply a moment. Hey, you're the one talking about curses and whatnot. Mobile voodoo. He actually <laughs> nods at that and softens his gaze. He says, well, yeah, that is another story. Well, um, shit. He gives Millie a call. We should find out if she has those papers, one way or the other. I know it's late. But, uh, so hungry. <laughs> Where's my pork sandwich? <laughs> All right, so you go ahead and give Millie a call. I guess he's looking for that old bit of paper that had the hospital number on it. Oh, no, actually he pulls out his book, rather. He says, uh, oh, wait a minute, I wonder if the hospital's even open this late. Because he still thinks she's there. She's home. Oh, oh. She's home already. That's uh, wonderful news. He, he looks surprised too. I guess Millie's at home now. You said. Yeah, the a nurse called and said she was really raring to get out of there, and uh, they had me come pick her up because she was just kind of unruly, wanting to get out. I mean, she seems fine. She seems full strength. Definitely has a appetite. Hmm. Uh. Yeah. She did mention that. Pork sandwich. He kind of says low and what? under his breath almost. <laughs> what? Um, well, okay. I mean, I can call her at her house if you want to talk to her. I mean, he, uh, he flips to the page before the one he was just on uh, and he, he points out a number. Is this one? Yep, yeah, that's the one. Oh, I forgot you guys had a hot date. <laughs> he chuckles and blushes probably. <clears throat> and then clears his throat and dials the number kind of nervously. <laughs> right. So you dial up Billy's number, rings a couple times before she answers and you hear, Hello? Uh, Millie, hey, uh, sorry to disturb you so late. Uh, he looks over the clock and he says, I'm sure it's a bit too late. But there was something important I had to discuss with you. Uh, how are you? She goes, uh, Walter? Yeah. Walter Pendergast, you remember me, right? <laughs> he chuckles Just, again. Yeah, I, I do, I do. Um, Walter, what are, you, what are you calling me this late for? I got out of bed. Yeah, about that. Uh, you know, I probably should have asked you this earlier, but I didn't realize how relevant it was until just now. Um, when you inherited the statue from your uncle, uh, was there any paperwork or any kind of documentation that would give you legal grounds to ownership of the statue? She says to you, well, there was something I had to sign. I do have a copy of it. Um, hold on, let me just go through my things here real quick. Yeah, that'd be great if it's still there. And she 
you hear the phone get set down for a little bit, and he looks back to you guys. I think she has something that might help. A couple minutes go by, she kind of, and then you hear the phone get picked back up again. She goes, "Walter, you still there?" I am. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm here actually with uh, Heather and uh, our friend uh, Lenny, my neighbor. As I'm making my exit. <laughs> She says, oh, Heather's there with you? Where are you guys at? We're at my place in South Philly. Uh, we were discussing the, uh, the statue, oddly enough, that you inherited. Um, I guess, uh, you know, that paperwork, if you do have it, uh, makes a bit of a difference in terms of ownership and things like that, uh, which kind of leads me to another question. But were you able to find anything? She says, yeah, well, I have a paper. It, all it says is abstract statue on it, though. It doesn't go into any sort of detail about what it is. Ooh. Hmm. Uh, given his appraisal knowledge, uh, does that sound like that would be enough to uh, do much with? Do you need an appraisal roll? Hmm. That's pretty bad at 94. So you're not exactly sure if it would help or not in this case, but it doesn't seem like something too strong as far as proof goes. Yeah, that stinks. Hmm. He says, well, that, uh, i got to be honest with you, Millie, that sounds a little vague. Uh, he says, yeah, I know. Well, maybe a second question. Um, I mean, you you might be better off, as Lenny mentioned, to have a lawyer go about this, but, um, you know, having worked with the lady at the auction house, I uh, could potentially broker some sort of uh, arrangement where you could have a, you know, a, a portion of the sales and just have this statue out of your life and be done with it forever. I mean... I, I can't say for 100% that my attempts will be successful, but I would be willing to speak with her on your behalf, given the nature of your original request when we uh, talked about this the first time. She says to you, well, you know, I would like, I guess, 100% of the sale of it, but um, any, any, I guess any money is found money at this point, so... If you could broker something with the lady at the auction house, that would be great. This is, well, um, I will most certainly do my best attempt. Um, you know, uh, I, I, I can't really uh, imagine what all has happened uh, behind the scenes, but uh, I would like to attempt at least to maintain good business relations with everyone and hopefully uh, get you a nice little chunk of change for all your uh, heartache and uh, well just all the, the bad things that have happened since you've come in contact with this uh, statue so I think it's just bad news altogether personally but it, you know it is your decision you might be right about that Walter it might all just be bad news but you know um, I just kind of I don't know I felt lucky almost when I got this statue and it no good luck has come to me since I gotten it, but, you know, turning over a nice little chunk of change if I can, you know, that would be great, but I'll have to cut you off there, Walter, because I'm, I'm just, I, I gotta get back to bed. I, I, I have work tomorrow. Oh, 
Oh, that's great. Of course, I'm sorry to have woken you up, but uh, that's great to hear that you're you're getting back into the regular swing of things so fast. And seems genuinely surprised. She said, "Yeah, well, I called my I called my job, apologized for not being there for a while, and they said uh, that I could come in tomorrow if I felt up to it." Well, that that's great. Um, Maybe uh, at some point, uh, do you think you could swing by and uh, bring that uh, documentation with you? I could make a copy of it just for, uh, for you know, the sake of diligence and uh, making sure all of our bases are covered. So, sure, I can do that. Swing by the bookshop tomorrow? Yeah, that'd be great. I'd love to see you. All right, will do. Thanks. Sorry again. I hope you sleep well the rest of the night. She says that's all right, Walter. I'll see you tomorrow. Thanks. And you guys hang up. I'd like to hear that conversation between her and her job. It's like, sorry, I was I was kidnapped during a home invasion, and they found my naked body on the side of the road and had no idea who I was for days. Well, it's canon now. I thought the same thing. And they let me back come back to work after I was almost murdered. How nice of them. The bruises have almost cleared. There's still blood uh, on my rug, but... She probably still has bullets rattling around in her. <laughs> well, he uh, takes a moment and grabs her his coffee in the other side of the table and takes a, a swig or two. Um, did you guys need anything? Yeah, I'm, uh, I gotta get out of here, actually. Uh, you know, I gotta get to bed, too. Uh, I work early myself. Um, you up uh, to giving Heather a ride back home, or...? Uh... Yeah, sure. Um... You don't seem uh, yeah quite ready for bed there. That full coffee anyway. Probably should have made some decaf. Well, uh, this uh, this number, uh, or rather, he flips the the paper over. He says, uh, "Yeah, I remember signing my name on this." Uh, I, I mean, this is this is it's a little crazy. Puts his hands back up in the air, like, "Hear me out." But uh, I mean, think there'd be any reason to call these guys? This. Eugene Pavlishev or Ivan Orlov? I mean, if uh, those two particular gentlemen aren't involved with uh, murders and uh, art theft, no, I don't think you should uh, <laughs> inquire any further into this. Um, you guys are more than welcome to do what you want with that list there, but uh, I, like I said, you know, you're, you're playing with uh, a lot of people seem to want this thing and Seems pretty dangerous to get this uh, this wrapped up in it. Um, but yeah, I, I gotta go. You guys uh, do what you want. Heather, be safe. <laughs> he seems to agree with you on that last statement. Thanks for the ride, Lenny. Uh, I mean, it might come in handy to know the names or the numbers, but uh, I wouldn't call from your house, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good idea. I don't know if I'd want to call these Russian guys anyway. What if they were the ones that broke in? Yeah, I mean, that's I don't want to get my face show. eaten. Yeah. Why would you? Yeah. Um, so, uh, I guess we just return it to the auction house, try to get Millie some money, and hopefully uh, no one ever sees this thing again. He shrugs questioningly as he looks to both of you. Yeah, uh, you let Millie worry about Millie. Uh, that's all I got. And I take my leave. All right. He nods. So, Lenny, you leave. Uh, Walter, you give Heather a ride back to her house in your Pinto. Mm-hmm. 
drop Heather off? Uh, do you guys just kind of go to bed from there? Yeah. Probably for the best. Didn't I have to be up early, or am I meeting Chucky sometime soon? Mm, not that I know. Or didn't he have something coming up, something special, which I'm worried about? Oh, he, last time you talked to Chucky, he told you that he was going to give you 10% of the sale of the statue because uh, you, oh, you helped re reclaim it from that dude who was trying to steal it. Yeah, I feel like that's gonna that's gonna kick me in the ass later. Mm -hmm. Okay. Definitely. He said you're an important yeah. part of the family now. Mm -hmm. Oh man. I want to keep my head down and do my job. Before you get Tommy slicked. Oh man. Nobody's punching me in the dick. <laughs> Speaking of which, Lenny, uh, you, uh, you wake up earliest usually out of everyone. Wednesday morning is no different from that. Uh, you wake up earliest than everyone else uh, around, what, six or something like that you get up? Um, I'd imagine I have to be there around six. Um, I don't know. I mean, You do. That's right. So you probably get up closer. Quite to early. Yeah, pretty early. Probably like five or something like that. Mm -hmm. uh, what do you do with the beginning of your day? Uh, I suppose the usual. Um, you know, go to the, uh, go to the break room at the you know, the warehouse or whatever, get some coffee, get my itinerary and grab a trailer. While your trailer's starting to get hooked up, suddenly uh, you hear from outside your cab, you hear, hey, 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 not that trailer. You ain't gonna hook up that trailer to that cab. I hang out the window. Sure enough, you see Skinny Joey there. And he's arguing with the... Uh, with the guys that are trying to help you hook up your, your trailer. Mm -hmm. So I throw on the uh, brakes and put it in park, I guess. He comes over to you and says, uh, out. Hey, listen, uh, we're going to put another trailer on your truck today. There. Uh, this one's going to be heading, uh, not to your normal route, okay? You're going to be going okay. to Jersey with this one. You just, uh, you know... Less you know about it, the better, I suppose, but... Uh, you know, you're going to be carrying, uh, you know, not exactly legal stuff today. Just tell me where I'm going. Okay. You're going to go to uh, Tom's River, New Jersey? That's a hike. All right. Yeah, it is. It's out there, but, you, you know, that's just where we're going to be sending you today. And I don't want any back talk from you, you fuck. <laughs> hey, you got it. Such a little dick. Uh, what's, uh, what's my cover? What, uh, what am I supposed to be hauling? We got in the back there, you got a bunch of boxes. Inside the boxes, you know, you got the styrofoam peanuts. Inside styrofoam peanuts, we got some little Virgin Mary statues. And inside of those, don't worry about it, okay? Alrighty. And you're going to be dropping this off to uh, a St. Jude. Alright. Yeah, just give me the address. I'll uh, have it over there in a jiff. Am I uh, holding anything back or am I just leaving the trailer? You're just going to unload the boxes off the trailer from you. Alright. Right, so he sends you out there for that today. Um, you go on your, they, they hook up the trailer to the back of it. We'll say that takes us out to about 7.30 in the morning or so. And Walter, you're going to be waking up and going to the bookstore? Yeah, probably going a little early. I'd like to try to carefully glue that little torn piece of the scroll back to its original. I see. Okay. So you wake up, do your morning routine, head into the bookstore. 
which by the time you get there, I'm going to say is already open, Walter. Uh, the bookstore is already open, Walter, because uh, Headley and Theodore have opened the store for the day. Such better bosses than Skinny Joey. Mm-hmm. So Walter, where do you what do you do uh, while you're at work? You you said you wanted to glue that piece of uh, paper back together, basically that scroll. Yeah, I'm thinking like you know, break out my my macro uh, goggles so I can see what I'm doing real super good, and not have to use my hands to hold up any magnifying glass, and with like. Yeah the head of a pin and some of my archival adhesives I mean I'm talking mm -hmm. about like you know one quarter of a millimeter into a little dab of glue like I'm talking about the tiniest amount you can imagine right all right dude well give me one of those uh one of those rolls for your art craft that is uh restoration Antique restoration coming up. He's a, he's a little more versed when it comes to the soft goods like paper and books and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. uh, 39 is well within the 50 points that he has towards that skill. Okay, so you do manage to glue that back together. It looks pretty damn good. In fact, you can barely tell it was ever ripped to begin with. That's what I like to hear. Uh, he sets it on some wax paper or something so it doesn't adhere itself to anything else. And um, let it uh, sit somewhere. Does he have like uh, I don't know some kind of rack or something that he can put it in so that nobody sets anything on top of it or disturbs it if they happen to come back into the study? A rack. You know, like something you might put uh, you know different eight and a half by eleven sheets of paper on kind of thing. Yeah, you might. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, you can have one of those. Cool. Just let it dry, and you know, hopefully nobody places anything on it. Right. And with that, he would probably go back to his business day. Um, oh, one thought. Uh, when he dropped you off last night, Heather, did you have any problem with Walter keeping that list of phone numbers for the time being? No, I don't think I really care. I don't think I want to call anybody on it, so I don't think I care. Well, then just for the sake of um, diligence and, uh, you know, case file not that he's an actual investigator or anything but you know he's kind of playing it like he is because he's mm -hmm. been taking pictures and all this harrowing ordeal that has been mm -hmm. since he first learned of this freaking statue he's just kind of compiling everything he knows about it and adds that list uh, to it i did want to ask you on the car ride if i could look inside the statue oh uh he would have told you that he had sealed it up as best he could okay but the important thing to remember uh, is that uh, Heather and, well, Heather, Lenny, and Walter, all three of you guys, is that there is something inside that statue, not just the scroll. That's the mm -hmm. takeaway from it. Mm -hmm. A bunch of spokes leading to the middle. Right. Holding something I in place. See it. Mm -hmm. Whatever I see those, it. <laughs> whatever that guard had. I mean, that's, that's really why Walter was excited about it, because that's the true value of whatever it is. And that's what he was trying to express to you guys at the time, but I don't know if that really came across. I don't know, Walter. I mean, like, to understand the artist, you really have to take the whole piece into consideration. I mean, it's like he intended on this piece to get broken, and then the backstory and the uh, alleged cursed icon inside found. I just want to smash it. Let's just see what's inside. <laughs> Everybody hates the statue itself. Let's just open it up. Get those, get that change out of there. Whatever's rumbling around in yeah. there. 
We'll see. I mean, the change yeah. that's kind of why <laughs> he's excited because, you know, maybe with this newfound knowledge, he can broker a good deal for Millie and get her a little chunk of change on the side. <laughs> I don't know. It's probably not going to work out that see. way, but, you know, Walter's got plans. <laughs> Everybody seems to want a, want a piece of this change. Well, yeah, I wonder. Except <laughs> me. <laughs> the only one that's getting money from it. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I guess otherwise, uh, after he's compiled everything and repaired the original, uh, I probably... Oh, uh, you know what? Check on the statue, too. Is everything still there and intact and not messed with or anything? Uh, the statue's still looking pretty good. Like, no one's touched it or anything. Cool. And he covers it back up and begins to uh, do the workday thing. Okay. Um, around 9 o'clock in the morning, uh, you hear the ding a ling a ling faintly from the back room. All right. And uh, this time you stick your head out, and who walks in but your friend Millie? Quicker than I anticipated. <clears throat> he clears his throat and, uh, you know, pulls his button-down shirt taunt for a second to make it look presentable. Mm -hmm. Steps out there and makes a greeter. Hey, Millie. Oh, hi, Walter. How's it How's it going? Uh, very well, actually. Uh, got in early and uh, trying to be productive. Well, looks like you did, too. What time does your workday start? She says, well, I don't have to be at work till 10. Oh, that's great. You want some coffee? Sure, I'll take a cup. Well, there you go. Uh, I guess he meets her like halfway. We're probably on either sides of it. And she says, uh, oh, yeah, the papers, the papers. And she reaches into her purse. That's great. Sets the coffee down. Starts to reach, riling through her purse and pulls out paper uh, that has the description on it that just says abstract statue. Okay. She says, do you think that's proof enough for it? Or uh, He... He looks a little discouraged, and uh, he, he lets her know honestly. He says, I, I don't really know, honestly, but, uh, you know, uh, it's a long day, and I don't plan to meet with the uh, people that hired me to repair the statue until later. Um, you know, I could uh, check with the police and see if this is uh, enough to have any, you know, le legal leg to stand on. Um, he says, well, can I see the statue to make sure it's the same one? Oh, yeah, well, uh, did you say you had pictures? Did she bring pictures, too, of the thing? Or was it just the paperwork? I don't have pictures, just the paperwork. Oh, darn it. You know, for a second there, I must have been imagining something else. Uh, well, um, yeah, if, if you really want to, um, that's, a, that's probably a good idea, though, uh, just to make sure for 100%. Um, it's uh, just back here in my study. Uh, I don't have to work for a little bit, so uh, we can kind of... Come and go as we please. And gestures to the back. Okay. She follows you to the back room. So, uh, he, um, I guess, takes a few steps ahead of her and grabs to the door and makes the leader back to his little study. Okay, she walks in the back, and uh, she takes a look around in your study, eyeing it up, and she says, Wow, this is a nice little room you got here, Walter. Oh, well, uh, thanks. Uh, it has uh, everything I need to uh, restore nice works of literature that I come across that need a little TLC and uh, I gestures to the uh, workspace that uh, you know has all sorts of adhesives and tweezers and fine detail brushes and markers for spot toning and things like that right she says wow you really know your stuff don't you 
Ah, uh, well, I mean, uh, it's it's my business to uh, to know these sorts of things. Uh, I gotta make a living somehow. Headley uh, is, is a great owner and boss, but uh, you know, uh, there's so many good books out there. I do what I can to make sure the people that love them get a chance to read them. He says that's great. And, uh, well, why don't why don't you uh, show me your handiwork on the uh, statue? Oh, right, of course. Um, he gestures to the seat behind the uh, the workbench there and says, uh, it, uh, "Give me just a moment. I've got a. I, I kind of put it away so no one would disturb it. It'll take me a moment to retrieve it." And he clears some space uh, for the statue itself and mm -hmm. makes to excavate it from its little hidden corner hideaway. Okay. Uh, so you pull pull out the statue. Uh, do you have it covered with like a cloth or anything like that? Yeah, yeah. I All imagine right, so it's you... still in the cloth that Bella Grosso had uh, brought it here. So you unveil the statue. This is, uh, before I show it to you, I should warn you, it's a little unusual whether or not it's the statue you inherited. Just in case it's not. She says, well, well, I mean... Couldn't be much worse than the one I saw. <laughs> he chuckles. <laughs> Here he goes and un unravels it, I guess. So you take the thing off of it. And uh, give me psychology roll. The sexual tension in this room can be cut with a knife. It's a little weird looking, I mean, but yeah, those two back and forth. It's got all sorts of angles. Oh, the innuendo. No. No, it's, it's a real rocks and Rachel situation. Oh, uh, what do we got here? That is a fail. That's a real hard fail. Okay. Well, after you unveil it, you see that Millie just kind of stares at it for a little bit. Just kind of wide-eyed, not saying anything. Um, it's like, uh, is this, uh, is this the statue that you inherited, Millie? He prods. She verbally. still just keeps staring. And then he makes to kind of prod physically, and he just kind of touches her shoulder lightly, like, Millie? And she goes, huh? And she just kind of looks like she kind of snaps out of something real quick. <clears throat> and she he, says, uh, yeah, that's, uh, he gulps. that's, that's, Takes a sip that's of the statue, all right. I, I'd, I'd recognize it anywhere. Uh, he kind of sighs. He's like, you know, for a moment there, uh, I'm not even sure if I wanted it to be the right statue or not. He says, <laughs> well, um, you know, as I was hired to do this repair job, uh, you know, I feel inclined to return it, but, um. Uh, like I said, you know, I can check with the police today and see if there's any uh, legal, you know, avenue to approach this, or, you know, I could just uh, try to set something up on good faith in the hopes that uh, this Vanessa Bellagrosso and the uh, uh, Ventucci Art Gallery have some future work for me. And he kind of shrugs uh, as if to leave the ball in her court for a second, see what she thinks. She says, uh, well, Walter, um, I mean, that's my statue. Why don't you just give it to me and I'll take it home? Says, well, legally, I, uh, I, I don't think I can quite do that, but, uh, don't you have work today? 
you wouldn't want to miss your big first day back, right? This is this is kind of big. You've been been been, been away for some time. She says, "Yeah, you're right, but I don't know. I just just how about you just forget about the whole art gallery thing and just give me the statue." Oh, is, uh, well, I would probably have to call the police before I could do that. As technically I was hired by someone else. She said it was stolen from me. It's my statue. Which is why it's so weird. Should we call the police? He looks a little unsure of what to do. She gets a little, fr she gets kind of a little frazzled looking. And then, uh, you see her calm down and she looks back up at you and she says uh, well um, I guess I guess you could call the police and try to get things settled out but um, how long are you going to have the statue for? Uh, as, as little time as possible to be perfectly honest with you it creeps me out to no end and uh, Given all the trouble that uh, has come about since knowing anything about this creepy statue, I hope to shuffle it off as quickly as possible, if I'm being perfectly honest with you. Ugh, he just kind of shudders a little bit. And he makes the cover it up with that, actually, and remove it from sight. So you cover it up. And she says, well... Anything you can do to help me get the statue back would be great. It says, uh, well, I'll start with the police and uh, go from there, but, um, you know, with all that you've been through, Millie, at the very least, I'd be happy to give you whatever, um, you know, uh, money I receive for, um, you know, the repair job itself, just so, you know, it's not a complete wash. And he kind of looks back to the now-covered statue and frowns a little bit. Oh, uh, well, okay. Walter, um, you know, you've been so helpful. I feel like I owe you a date or something. <sighs> well, uh, I, uh, there is still that, that fancy French place with the name I've given up on trying to pronounce. I'm not even sure how to pronounce it either, but... I was thinking rather than go out, um, how about you just come to my place? I'll I'll cook dinner. Oh, well, uh, that's that's thoughtful of you, sure. Um, can't go wrong being frugal either. And uh, he looks um, happy about that. He said, that. you won't regret it. I'm a great cook. Well, that's that's even better. I, uh, I, I suppose I live a pretty basic life with, you know, rice and beans and ground beef and such, hamburgers here and there, but, uh, oh, and of course, uh, little Pete's, he smiles, but, um, <clears throat> I, that, that's, that's, <laughs> when he's busy, um, that, that's very nice that's of you. Most 90% salami. That's all those preservatives, you know, he's not trying to, trying to live forever. He likes to stay busy. Um, but, um. <laughs> Yeah, with any day, uh, maybe the weekend. Uh, I don't usually work on the weekends. She says, "Yeah, Saturday night would be great." Okay, we could uh, we could pick up right where we left off, as if all these 
weird and unusual things never even happened. She says to you, I, I would like that, actually. Yeah. And he takes a, a hearty sip of his coffee. Enjoys the, the second or two. This is, well, uh, I guess uh, we should get ready for our days then, and uh, I'll, uh, I'll give you a call as soon as I know uh, how everything turned out. Uh, or would you prefer I called you in the morning, actually? It might be late by the time I get everything settled. She says, uh, I guess the morning. Okay. Business hours it is, then. He looks like he's full of vip, vim, and vigor. <laughs> she says to you, well, okay, Walter, it's been great seeing you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead to work now. I gotta get there. Of course, uh, and uh, you should take these originals, too. Uh, make sure these are kept safe, just in case. And uh, he keeps the copies. The originals of? The inheritance documentation. Ah, yes, 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 of course. Uh, she takes those and you know, puts those away if you had made copies of them. And she leaves. And let's get to Heather. Heather, what time do you wake up? So I was going to wake up like kind of early because I was wanted to call Millie to see if she wants to go see Miss Selena. Oh, that's today. But. You probably haven't gotten up that early, but you can bug her at work. Neat. You know she works at the at the free oh, library. Oh, okay. I was going to say, do I like call her? Do I have work tonight? Or am I just like Thursday, Friday, Saturday? No, okay. yeah, yeah. You're okay. more Thursday, Friday, and then every other Saturday. Okay. Yeah, I call the sweet schedule. Nah, sweet. Yep. Money makers. <laughs> yeah, so I call her at the library. All right. So you call the library. Um, they transfer you a couple times, nice. but eventually you get to. Yeah, hello, this is Millie. <laughs> Aunt Millie. It's Heather. She says, oh, hi, Heather. What's going on? Oh, nothing. I was just uh, seeing what time you were done today. I figure I could meet you there and we could go down to see uh, the psychic. Oh, yeah, that's right. You can hear the kind of, like, annoyance <laughs> in her voice. <laughs> but she says, yeah, uh, okay, well, I get off at five. Um, where do, do you want, do you want me to come by to your place, pick you up, or? Yeah, that would be great. And then we could swing by there. Oh my god, you're gonna love it. I'm telling you. She gives a sigh over the phone. And she <laughs> says, yeah, okay. Awesome, I'll see you then. Alright, so, Heather, you hang up with Millie. Um, let's go to Lenny. Lenny. Lenny, you're driving your big rig? On my way to Towns River. So you take Betsy Ross Bridge. And... You go across the bridge and down the highway a little bit. Uh, there's a way station uh, that you have to pull into. It says, you know, trucks have to pull into this way station before they continue down the highway. Um, see, I myself have no knowledge of uh, his particular history with smuggling, mm -hmm. <laughs> but uh, it, I, it is my archetype. Um, I don't do. Would I just drive past it? I mean, we're pulling and just play it cool. Uh, that's up to you. How you? I mean, do I know uh, 
is there like a network of way stations that I know are you know getting paid off, or you know, is there anything like that? Mm, not really. Mm. Thought these guys had it together. Damn it! All right, Joey. well, let's pull in. All right, so you pull into the way station, pull up, and there's a guy down there and gives you a signal to roll down your window. He's wearing like a big parka. It's freezing outside. Yeah, hey, what's going on there? Just uh, taking some uh, religious stuff to St. Jude. Okay, what you what you hauling? Like uh, holy water or what? No, oh, I don't. I don't know. It's uh, here on the. Looks like little statues. Okay, all right. Uh, pull onto the way station over there, and you pull onto the so. pull onto the big scale thing. And weights go up and everything. And, you know, everything looks like it's going good. You see a cop car pull up in one of your side mirrors there. Okay. And uh, cop comes up, talks, starts talking to the guy in the park at the way station. And the cop comes over to you and goes, uh, So, what are you hauling today? It looks like little statues. Little statues. Do you mind if I uh, take a look at them? I guess so. I mean, uh, it's kind of his job, I thought, but... Go on, officer. You know, I don't have much to do. I don't have a long drive today. Uh, give me give me a charm roll there, okay. Lenny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please. Come on, charm roll. Ugh. 77 is not, not very good. <laughs> not very good. What's your charm level? 30. 30. Oh, okay. You got some points in it. Yeah. At least. Um, would you care to push that roll? Oh, um, you know what? Fuck it. Why not? Do it. So, yeah, you know, it is rather cold. And, uh, you know, St. Jude's shop in Times River is really waiting for these today. So, 97. Is, is particularly bad. That's a crit fail. Yeah. I'm just a driver. Alright. So, the cop goes to the back. So he opens up the back of the trailer. I uh, bang the side of my door as he opens it. I say, hey there, officer. You uh, got a warrant to search uh, my vehicle here? Or? Uh, give me a law roll. Please. Also 30. And 14 will do it. So that'll be that a hard like a pass. pass to me. Alright. Yeah. So the cop stops for a second. He comes back over to the front of it and he goes, I guess I would need a permit, uh, uh, a warrant. Let me just uh, get down your tag number and we'll. Uh, We'll catch up. There you go. Thank you. Am I uh, free to leave? Says, yeah, you are. Uh, have a nice day. You too, sir. Stay warm. All right. And uh, pull away. Yeah. Um, I already told him where I'm going, but I'm kind of going to change course. Maybe more of a... I don't know. I think i got to find a payphone. So maybe I'll stop at a diner or a, a road stop or something on the way. Okay. On the Sometime way there, there are, uh, there's a diner. 
that you can pull off the pull off the main highway for. Is there uh, other trucks? There's other trucks there. Yeah. I'm gonna attempt to pull behind them as best I can. You know, out of sight. Mostly. Okay. Um, kind of hide your hide your truck a little bit between just like, other trucks. Just a, away from the highway, you know. Okay. <laughs> just out of sight from the highway. So you managed to do that, no problem. Um, head on into the diner and see if they got a phone booth. Okay. Uh, the diner has a phone, uh, not a booth. Um, any phones outside? Give me a luck roll. Eighteen will do it. Okay, there are phones outside. Okay. Uh, you got any quarters? <laughs> what was it, dimes? I don't even know what the phones took in 85. I wasn't... I don't even know if I knew my number yet. Uh, let's say quarter. And, uh, what do you, just so, do you just try to get some change from the register at the diner? Register some, get a cup of coffee. Okay. If I have to buy something. All right, so you buy yourself a cup of Might coffee, well. uh, get some change. And I go outside to use the payphones. I think the payphones oh, actually right. gave change back then if you didn't use oh, a yeah. quarter. That's right. Yeah, they so. would spit shit out. So, who do you call? Um, that is a good question. Um, yeah, what the fuck do you want, Sizzle Chest? Yeah, I'm gonna try to get in touch with it. Uh, that kid. Um, I'll call the, uh, the, I guess the dispatch, and see if uh, <laughs> Skinny is around. Uh, Go to his daddy. Joey. Alright. <laughs> so you give a call to the dispatch and uh, they put you through to Skinny Joey's office. He goes, uh, yeah, who is it? What do you want? Hey, uh, Skinny Joey, this is Lenny. Uh, I'm stopped here at a diner. I got a, I got a nosy cop that was trying to, uh, trying to check the back, back at the way station. He took down my... Uh, what kind of shit are you trying to get us into now, pencil well, dick? He said he, he's going to uh, take down my plate and, uh, you know, he'll be catching up with us. So, uh, you don't mind if I change the plates or something, do you? Oh, God damn it. You better have a spare set of plates on you. I think I would. I think you would, too. <laughs> um, but just to see if you do, give me luck. Oh, man. Uh, 32 will do it. Barely, but it does. Okay, <coughs> you got yourself. You do have yourself yes. a spare set of plates. They are actually they are uh, other state plates. So I do a quick uh, plate change. Um, Switch your Rooney. Mm-hmm. Just to uh, keep the eyes off me, and I take a less direct route for a little bit. Change highways. Take a look at my map. Take more like the back roads kind of thing. Yeah. You use your paper map. Mm-hmm. It's a road atlas. It's your road, road atlas. atlas. Yeah. To, uh... <laughs> <laughs> That's and my goddamn Bible. Take your... Using that, you navigate the back roads <laughs> to Tom's River, to mm-hmm. the St. Jude uh, Society there. And back to truck up to the dock. 
some people come out, they unload everything off your truck. It's just like a regular delivery, really. Then I guess you head back to the to the depot. Yep. All right. And all that's going to take a couple hours. Tom's River's a quite a pretty pretty long track, right? Yes, uh, I'm pretty sure back then it was even longer. Probably. It was less, uh, less highway. Um, let's say by the time you get back, let's say it's about one. Okay. Change the plates before I head, uh, head back. Right. Change back to the PA plates? Yep. The registered plates to that trailer. So you change the plates back out. Head on back down to the to the dispatch place. I was nervous place. about that. <laughs> what is Walter doing for the afternoon? I mean, he's got work until eight, and then I figured I'd head out to um, Valley Kenwood. But at some point, you know, maybe like two or three times during the day, he's probably gonna have to go out and feed some meters. So. Okay. Uh, All right. So that's how you kind of spend your day, like just doing your regular work job thing. Uh, Heather, uh, around five o'clock. You get a call from your aunt, and she says, uh, Hey, Heather, I just got off work. You still ready to go? Yeah. You can almost hear her <laughs> eyes roll over the phone. I love it. <laughs> it's even whinier than usual. <laughs> All right, so she swings by your place, and by the time you get to the psychic on south, Miss Selena, it's about 7 o'clock. You know, it's uh, it's it's dark out by now. Dark and very cold. The sandwich board is still out front. It says Psychic on South. It has the hand with the eyeball in the center of it. Which is on Bainbridge. Mm-hmm. Which is on Bainbridge. Yeah, it says, yeah. says Psychic on South, <laughs> but it's on Bainbridge. The front door is locked again, but there's a buzzer. Buzz it in. That little person woman comes to the door, opens it up, and uh, says, Oh, you're back. Hello, yeah, um, Miss Selena told me to come back when my aunt's out of the hospital. She seemed pretty excited about it. She says, oh, okay, good. Uh, let me go get Miss Selena for you. And she goes into the back through the beaded curtains, comes right back out and has a folding chair that she sits next to the uh, green upholstered chair that you sat in last time. So you sit in the green upholstered chair, she sits in the folding chair. You see Miss Selena come out from the beaded curtains, her large rear trailing behind her. And she says uh, to you, Ah, hello. Heather, was it? Yes. She says, This must be your aunt. Yes, this is my Aunt Millie. She says, Hi, nice to meet you. (laughs) And Miss Selena says to you, so, what type of reading should we do today, huh? I can see that your aunt here has a bit of a confused aura. And Millie just kind of rolls her eyes a little bit. She goes, yeah, I, I guess. She says, your niece here has told me uh, that you have uh, been through a lot recently. She says, well, you're the psychic. Miss Selena laughs a little bit at that She says, ah, an unbeliever But it is okay Uh, We will see what uh, is in store for you What did I read in the tea leaves? Oh, yes What is your name, my darling? Millie says uh, to her It's it's Millie, everyone just calls me Millie She says, my dear Millie Your tea leaves were confusing to me So we should probably... 
Use the bones to do a reading. Miss Selena kind of side-eyes you when she says reads the bones. Uh, she says, this, of course, is not an inexpensive reading. And you're cash only, right? She says cash only, yes. How, how much is it? $60. Okay, I'll pay for, I'll pay for your bone reading. She says, okay, very well, very well. Excellent, excellent. Let me go get the bones. And she goes to the back through the beaded curtains again, comes back through them in a couple minutes, and she has what looks like a cup, like a Yahtzee shaker almost, but made of leather. And uh, it has a cap on it too. And she comes back and she says, the bones are the most accurate of all the readings. And she's, she turns to Millie and says, um, Millie, can you please uh, take this container, shake it up a little bit. Millie takes it and shakes it and you hear something rattle in there. And she then takes the cap off of it and spills the bones onto the table that's between you guys. She takes them in and she looks at them and she goes, no, this, this cannot be right. And she looks up at the two of you and she goes, um, Millie, can, can you do that again for me, please? Millie rolls her eyes and she says, yeah, sure, I'll shake your bones again. <laughs> and she does it again, shakes it up, hands it back to Miss Selena. Selena dumps it out. She looks up at you guys and she goes, You are both in grave danger. You must get out of the city. You must leave. Uh, there's something here, something that is terrible, and it will be coming for you. And Millie just kind of says, Okay, you got your money. <laughs> you know, you don't have to try to rake us in for more. What do you say to this, Heather? Mm. I'm like pinching Millie to stop too. The okay. whole time I'm like, Millie, stop. You're like, embarrassing stop. me. Oh my God. She's such a Capricorn. God. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm like freaking out. Like, what do you mean we're in grave danger? Like, like physically? Is it, is it because of her accident? She says. Are the people coming back? She says, there is something coming back. Something that you have already seen. That I've seen? That Millie's seen? I think both of you have seen this. D is, it, is, it a, is it a person? Is it a man or a woman? It is no man. It is no woman. It is no animal. It is no beast. It lives, but it does not live. And she starts to clutch at her chest a little bit. She goes, I, I am feeling weak. I'm afraid that this will have to be the end of our session. And it will also be the end of our recording session of this episode, guys. I killed the psychic. Great. I was going to say, if she has an heart attack, take <laughs> yeah. your cash back. You got your money. <laughs> All right, guys. So uh, we'll catch you next time. Just until then, remember, sanity is overrated. Oh, no. Hey, this is George. Just a quick reminder to like, follow, and review us if you like what you're hearing. You can email us at contact at thatcthulujohn.com with any comments. And you can follow us on Instagram at thatcthulujohn.